You're listening to the Optimize for Impact podcast. On today's show, I wanted to share with you the four biggest lessons that I learned in 2022 that are going to serve as a foundation for growth in 2023. So if you're at that place where you're thinking about the person you want to become, the things you want to do, and the results that you want to get in this new year, well, maybe the lessons I learned can just serve as some potential ideas to consider or adopt into the ideas you have for this next year. So keep on listening. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready, because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, fad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance, and saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality. So you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Happy 2023 and welcome back or welcome to another episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. My name is Joseph and thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. Now, this episode, I wanted to do a recap of the top four lessons or things that I feel like I learned in 2022 that most shaped my health, my life, and maybe my goals and desires, direction, moving into 2023. Now, this was a really, really wild year for me. New career, started a podcast, launched a personal brand, and was able to accomplish some bucket list adventure items that I've had on my adventure bucket list for a couple years. It was crazy. There was a lot of change, a lot of change this year, which was mostly good, sometimes a little bit difficult. But overall, this was a year that I feel like I was able to spend a lot of it outside my comfort zone, which is awesome. But as you know, a little terrifying too at the same time. And we'll get to that. But over the last two weeks, I was over in Central Oregon visiting the family for Christmas and New Year's. And I took some time off from producing podcast episodes to really think over, process some of the lessons, what I've learned from this past year, as well as begin to plan out, set some actual goals for 2023. And so as I thought about everything that's gone down this last year, 2022, I had the idea, like, why not just put it in a podcast? If nothing else, this is almost a verbal journal for me to be able to look back on 2022, remind myself, hey, here are the things you learned. Now build on those for 2023. And hopefully if you're listening to this journal to myself, if you will, that you find some of these lessons, maybe a good reminder or a new idea for you to be able to hold as we progress into this new year. Okay. So four, four, four things for you. Number one, a timeless truth 
that you probably already know, and I already knew, and yet you just don't seem to get it until you do it. And that is that action is everything. Action is the only way to be the type of person you want to be or become the type of person you want to become. It is the only way to do anything that we actually want to do in this life, whether that's climb a mountain or whether it's build a business or whether it's find the love of our life, right? You have to do things to do all of those goals, to reach all those goals. And action is at the heart of doing that. And finally, it is at the heart of anything that we want to have. Again, those outcomes we talked about, love of your life, um, a partner, um, an achievement like climbing a mountain or uh, hitting a certain milestone or revenue number in a business or in your job or career, right? The only way to be the person you want to be, do the things you want to do and have and enjoy the results that you want to enjoy is by taking action. No amount of thinking, no amount of planning, no amount of strategizing or scheming like Taylor Swift's mastermind. If you have not heard that song, go listen to it now. Um, such a good song. Uh, um, but a- action is at the heart of everything. And, and here's the thing I realized this year is that right now, the present, this moment, for me, that is recording this podcast. For you, it is listening or watching this podcast. But you are present, are right now. This is the only moment that we can act. This is the only moment that ultimately matters and determines what we're going to have in life, what we're going to do, or the type of person that we'll become. Right now, this moment, continually, right, happening every second, the future becomes the present and becomes the past. And right now is the only time we can act. And so the really the game becomes if we wish to pursue our purpose, maximize our impact, do rad things in life, become the person we want to be, we have to begin to take actions now in the moment we can. I have struggled, maybe you can relate, with living in the past or living in the future. And both of those do little good compared to living in the present. Right, living in the past, you're dwelling on old actions, old ways of being, old beliefs, maybe mistakes we've made, maybe successes we had, but those are old actions that we at one point took in our present, but then became our past. While we can remember those, like this episode I'm doing here, and learn from them, if we dwell in them, they do us really no good because the present, again, is the only moment that we can take an action that will affect a change. Conversely, living in the future also does us little good as when we envision the future we want, the things we wish to do, the person we wish to become, maybe you're seeing a trend here, the things we wish to have, those things will only happen, will only occur if we take the right actions in the present moment right now to make that future turn into our present reality. So as I go about 2023 and as I go about 2022, I learned that I just had to take action now. And oftentimes, which gets to kind of point number two here, is that you have to go. I had to take action before I felt ready. I, and here, here's the example, and I say this kind of to my shame, but I graduated college um, almost two years ago now. And I got a degree in human nutrition and exercise physiology. And I sat around for about a whole entire year 
just trying to think about and figure out what I wanted to do with my nutrition degree. Like what problem do I want to solve? What like niche do I want to serve? What do I want to help people do with this knowledge and with this degree? And I thought that I thought that sitting around and thinking about it would give me clarity. And I'm not saying don't think, I'm not saying don't ponder, but I have a, I have a very t big tendency to overthink or over ponder and get stuck there because thinking doesn't move the dial in anything. It all comes down to what am I going to do about it? What actions am I going to take? So I sat around for an entire year trying to think about, all right, what am I going to do? And I got nowhere. I got no real clarity, um, no real direction. Nothing was happening because I was just thinking about it. What finally happened was I decided to take action. I don't remember what it was, but one day I woke up and was like, you know what? I got to do something. I've literally thought about this for a year, an entire year, guys. It was a really bad year of my life because I you spent an entire year just consumed with this thing. Like, what am I going to do? And had no answers. Finally, the first thing I did, the first action I took was I just logged into Instagram and made a social media post. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I have this degree. Prepare for more like health and nutrition content moving forward. And that was so hard. I had no idea what I was going to do still. Like, no idea. But just putting that first social media post started things and then i did another one and then i did another one i started talking about things that i knew from school or things that i'd accomplished in my own life using health nutrition or fitness information from there i decided to start a podcast the one you're listening to now hey thanks thanks again for listening and then from the podcast i started writing an uh, email newsletter and while i'm still figuring out i'm getting clarity as the days go on i still don't feel like i have as much clarity as i'd like but it wasn't until i took action so i've now been doing this podcast for about four months posting on social media for about six months and in that short amount of time i have gained exponentially just volumes more clarity about the problem i want to solve the um core values that i want to embody in my own life and in the life of my personal brand and it wasn't until I took action and just started doing things before I felt ready, before I knew where I was going, it wasn't until then that I started to get clarity. So my challenge to you over 2023 and the reminder to myself, Joseph, remember this, the lesson you learned in 2022 is that action is everything. And a lot of times you just gotta get going. The clarity will come. You can always redirect and course correct and change but i found and hopefully you find in 2023 that taking action alleviates anxiety you feel so much better when you just finally get out of your head and start doing the thing you want to do and you'll figure out as you go you just got to get going take the actions in the present moment that you can do right now in order to become the person you want to become do the things that you really want to do in life so you can get and enjoy the results, whatever the outcomes are that you deeply desire. Start taking action right now in this moment. Maybe after you finish listening to this podcast episode, right? Because that would be cool. All right, jokes aside. Number one, so the biggest lesson I learned and the one that I hope to continue embodying as we move into 2023 is just take action, action, 
is everything, right? Repeat that to yourself tonight before you go to bed. Before you go to bed, action is everything. Okay, that was the longest one. These next ones will be brief. Number two is that fear is a liar. And fear limits who you can become, what you can do, where you are going to go in life, and what you can achieve. So this kind of goes hand in hand with taking action. Fear is the greatest resistance or friction to most of us taking action. That's what I've experienced. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you do agree. I believe fear is the greatest friction to taking action. And I believe that our willingness, your and my willingness to continually push outside of our comfort zone, to push past fear, to enter a place of discomfort is one of the greatest or strongest influencers of what you and I will achieve in life. Okay. So action is what actually gets it, but the ability and the willingness to push past fear, to feel it and yet take action anyways, to put ourselves in that uncomfortable place that is outside of our comfort zone, that skill or that willingness is the greatest factor determining who we'll be, what we'll become, or what we can have in life. Now, this may be a little controversial, but I believe that this willingness to be able to push past and outside your comfort zone matters more in your socioeconomic status, the color of your skin, your gender, your sex, how attractive or beautiful you are, how wealthy your family was growing up. Many of these things we like to attribute to our success or our lack of success. And I'm not saying those things don't matter. However, as I have read through history, as I've listen to very successful people speak from all walks of life, all nations, all over the world, the people who have created incredible things, who have become incredible people, who have done incredible things, despite any of those factors, the common denominator always seemed to be they had this willingness to be uncomfortable, this willingness to feel fear and yet continue taking action, continue to do the things that they knew they must do in order to accomplish their goals, live their purpose, and live a life that was had the greatest impact and the greatest fulfillment for them. And so that friction is something that we must be able to push past. Adopting this willingness to be uncomfortable and to sit for longer periods of time in our outside of our comfort zone is crucial for becoming an individual who wants to live a life that is marked by the most positive impact we can have on other people, the greatest success that we wish to create, whether that's um, monetary, whether that's in, again, positive impact, whether that's in um, healthy relationships. And if we want to live a life that is the most fulfilling to us, we must be able to be pushed outside of our comfort zones in order to make that happen. But here's the catch. And this is what I've discovered is that this is something we must continually do because what was once uncomfortable can become comfortable. And so 
while we may once push outside the comfort zone, do something that's scary and be like, whew, yeah. Oftentimes that scary thing, once we do it, no longer becomes as scary. Here's an example. When I first started my personal brand, going back to the previous point where I first took that first bit of action was posting on social media. That was terrifying to me, which is silly to say, but it was. And it was all the thoughts of like, oh, what are people gonna think? Like, who am I to do this? Like, I'm no professional. I'm not the smartest nutrition coach in the world. Why would people listen to me? Um, are people gonna think I'm doing this for clout, right? All those crazy things we think. And it was terrifying to put that post out. But once I did it, all of a sudden, posting on social media was no longer really scary and uncomfortable. And so if I just stayed posting on social media, my growth probably would have stalled, right? What was once uncomfortable, what was once outside the comfort zone no longer was. I had expanded my comfort zone. So I had to take another step and that was posting video content on social media. The first piece was just a written piece, right? On a background, easy to do. Now I had to get in front of a camera and post TikToks, post Reels, post Instagram stories, like video content. For me, that was the next terrifying thing. Like, oh no, now I gotta like show up on camera and learn to talk to a camera. Oh my goodness, this is so scary. I'm tripping over words, <laughs> still, still am. Uh, and this is terrifying. But again, I did that and then my comfort zone got wider again It expanded. That became easy to do. And so we must continually be pushing our comfort zones. It's not an action we can take just once and then stop. Because oftentimes, if we want to continue our growth, continue improving ourselves, continue striving for a better version of ourselves, we must continually put ourselves back into an uncomfortable place. We must push beyond what was once scary but has now become comfortable. Maybe you felt this with giving things like speeches. Many of us, at least I can speak for me, many of us have this fear of public speaking, right? And I remember going into my first speech class and it was terrifying, terrifying. And public speaking still is something that is scary, but it's not as terrifying as it once was. Maybe you can relate that you do it once and it's so scary, but then the next time, even something is like, terrifying for most of us as public speaking, it becomes easier the more you do it. This is a lesson of life. No matter where we're at in this past year, whatever we've accomplished in 2022, you and I must keep pushing outward. We must continually expand, seek to expand the sphere of our comfort zone if we wish to grow. The only way to grow the only way to expand that sphere of the comfort zone is to push beyond it. And that's scary and it's uncomfortable and it's so hard to do sometimes, but it is one of the most valuable things that we can do. So remember this, fear is a liar. Many times when you go to push past that friction or that resistance of fear, worry, and self-doubt, remember that the voice of fear is always a liar. We must push beyond it in order to grow. So in 2023, you and I will both look at each other, will nod, will know that we are pushing the confines of our comfort zone further day by day because, remember, 
taking action. The only time we can expand our comfort zone is by taking action in the present moment, as we just talked about in the action is everything. Okay. So actions, everything fear is a liar. Number three, this is a big pivot from the philosophical, if you will, to the very practical. And that is that walking outdoors is your superpower for success and health. Okay. So we're talking about fitness now a little bit. We're talking about wellness. This is a big pivot from ideas to practical, what you doing with your body type of things. Okay. So over this last year, I've said it once, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it probably until the day I die. One of the biggest and greatest behaviors, habits, whatever you want to call it, that I picked up this last year was just walking outdoors. Now from someone who used to compete in CrossFit, who used to run tons of races, stay tuned, might be going back to that this year in 2023. Um, walking felt a little silly to me personally. Uh, it was just like, it's just walking. Like, why would I walk if I could run? Or why would I walk if I could do a CrossFit workout, right? Here's what I found is that not only is walking just this incredible recovery exercise, absolutely complements running, racing, CrossFit, lifting all those high intensity things because it moves blood flow, allows your body to recover. So you show up the next day in the gym feeling better, ready to go at a higher level than you would have been if you hadn't been walking. Okay. So it's tool for high levels of physical fitness, but this activity and practice had also has the greatest impact on my mental health as well and my performance at work. Now, right now I'm working as a marketing consultant while I'm growing my personal brand of health coaching and wellness. And I've discovered that walking, whenever I get stuck in any type of creative um, thought-based activity, like if I'm trying to write copy for landing pages or think through copy for a uh, Facebook ad, or if I'm trying to lay out a landing page, I'm trying to come up with the layout, anything that's creative based, that's cognitive based. If I feel stuck, if my brain feels fuzzy and just like, oh, I can't think anymore, I'm tired, I'm feeling lethargic. I just go for a walk around the block. It's 10 to 20 minutes and just getting outdoors in the natural light in the fresh air, moving my body, it totally rejuvenates my mind and my body. And I come back inside and I feel like my creativity and my focus has just been absolutely restored. I feel more alert, awake, and I got a little bit of exercise in. Like it literally is this incredible walking outdoors. It's this incredible combination of natural lighting, which as you get into the science of the circadian rhythm of better in your sleep and better in your hormones, all these things, natural light is one of the most powerful stimulators of that. So getting outdoors in natural lighting is just incredibly powerful for health, wellness, and fitness. Okay. You're also in the fresh air research shows that being outside where like around trees, around plants, just being in the wind, the outdoors stimulates these systems and processes that we don't really understand yet, but it benefits your health. You walk away with a stronger immune system. Um, I don't remember all the other benefits, but like there's just something magical, special about being outdoors that we don't even really yet understand why. We just know that it works. Okay. It's another awesome, as I talked about before, it's low intensity movement, which is amazing for not just physical activity, getting exercise for your body. But for those of you like me who have these higher level athletic pursuits, it's a great recovery tool. So you can train 
harder. You can recover better and train harder the next day. So this is your superpower. No matter what you're doing, no matter what your wellness goals are, if you go for a walk, it is absolutely going to benefit your physical and mental health. So here's how you start. Here's what I did. Start with just one walk a day. Okay. You can walk anywhere. If you're stuck in an airport, right? Spending a whole day in an airport, whether you're working, whether you're, I mean, I don't care where you are. You can get outside. <laughs> well, okay. Not in the airport. Okay. But you can at least walk. Okay. Start with like whatever you can do five to 10 minutes. Just go do it. See how amazing you feel. I didn't believe it until I started doing it. And now I am a convert of the walking lifestyle. Okay. Give it a try. One walk a day, five minutes or more. See what happens. That is my number one tip for anyone who wants to elevate their health, elevate their performance, elevate their wealth, elevate their creativity. Walking literally benefits all those things. So see if you can start getting at least one walk in a day five minutes or more. Okay. All right. So that was number three. Walking is your superpower. A little bit funny, but there it is. It's true. Finally, going back slightly into a philosophical one is that health and fitness is a foundation for living a limitless life. If you like me have the desire to live a life that is rich in things like adventure, opportunity, experiences. If you want to be the most successful person you can be, if you want to pursue your passions, pursue the things that matter most, the change that you want to create in the lives of other people, change in the world. Many of us have those dreams, have those ambitions, have the desires for a certain way that we want to live our lives, things we wish to do, things we wish to achieve, results we want to have. The whole spectrum of goals, desires, passions, interests, health and fitness, similar to walking, benefits all those things. It is an enhancer of life. Maintaining a foundation, so think like a house, maintaining a just foundation of basic health and fitness. You don't have to be an Instagram model. You don't have to be an elite athlete. Okay, we're not talking about extremes here, but just a basic foundation, a basic equilibrium of health and fitness can greatly enhance the quality of life you have, the things you can enjoy, the opportunities you can pursue, the experiences you can have, and the impact, the results that you can create, the person you can become. It, health and fitness enhances all those things. And so the number one reason that I invest my time, money, and effort into building and maintaining a robust level of health and fitness is that it gives me the capacity and the capability to live more fully alive, to do the things that I love to do. For example, I love outdoor adventure. I love exploring this world. I crave adventure. And having a base level of fitness opens the doors for me to be able to do and experience these adventures that I wouldn't be able to do if I wasn't physically fit. For example, in 2022, I summited Mount Hood, Oregon's tallest peak, 
in full winter conditions. It took fitness to do that. It was an amazing, magical experience. I also was able to summit Mount Shasta, one of California's highest mountains. Again, being on top of the world, looking out from the top of Mount Shasta, it's 14,000, you know, some hundred feet, seeing the whole world laid out before you, there's nothing like that experience. And I was able to do that because I maintained a base level of health and fitness. I was able to run around Mount Shasta in Washington. It was about 35 miles and did it in a day and experienced these just breathtaking views of lava plains and these massive, massive goalies washouts from the eruption um, 30 years ago. Incredible. Um, I was able to run this crazy ridge traverse out in the Wallowa Mountains in northwestern Oregon. Like, same thing. Just to be in these incredibly rugged, wild places, experiencing just like the fullness of all my senses, being out there perched on these like knife edge ridges in the Willowas, scrambling. You've got thousands of feet of drop on both sides and you're on this little tiny rocky ledge picking your way across it. Those moments are just wild adventure. It's wild opportunities, wild experiences that I will never forget. Memories forever savored from living my life in an aspect to be able to pursue adventure. And health and fitness allows me to do that. I will never forget working with a coworker. This was earlier this year and, or last year. And he was saying, he said something like he'd saw on Instagram someone post a photo of climbing to the top of this hill. And he said, that looks like so much fun. I would love to do that. But but I would have to get in shape first. And that broke my heart because I was like, oh my goodness, here is an individual who wants to have this incredible opportunity, this incredible experience or memory that they could remember for the rest of their lives, but they can't do it because they are currently limited by the state of their physical fitness. Their capacity and capability is limited. And so in that moment, I had this vision of like this concept of health freedom and this is the concept of maintaining a level of health and fitness that allows you, you, to live your life more fully alive, to do the things you wish to do, to have the experiences you wish to have, the opportunities you wish to have. And what that level of health and fitness is, is going to be different between individuals. For me, for someone who wants to climb to the top of, of you know, technical mountains, who wants to run ultra marathons, I will have to maintain a higher degree of fitness than maybe you do if you want to be able to enjoy basic hiking, climbing to the tops of hills, watching the sunset over an ocean from a hilltop vantage. That level of health and fitness, what it will take to maintain that will look different. But the key here, the key is for each of us to invest the time, invest the effort, and invest whatever money it takes to be able to maintain that level of health and fitness that allows us to live our lives with the ultimate freedom to be able to do the things we wish to do, to be able to wake up and be like, you know what, today I want to watch that sunset over the ocean from the top of a hill. And I have the ability to be able to hike up there and do it. I have the health to be able to do that. That is health freedom. And I want that for you. I want that for me. And that is what this podcast ultimately is about, is helping you providing the whatever resources, whatever um, 
experience, whatever lessons I learn or have learned from school, conveying them to you so that you can construct and maintain a level of health, fitness, and wellness that allows you to live your life without limitation, to have the capacity and the capability to do what you wish to do, to go where you wish to go, to have the incredible experiences, opportunities you want to have, create the impact you wish to make in the world and the lives of other people, and ultimately to live more fully alive, to live a life that is deeply fulfilling and meaningful to you. That's my heart. That is what I wish for myself. And that is what I hope to be able to empower you, the listener, to do through this podcast. So health freedom. Keep that in mind as you navigate all the crazy New Year's resolutions and marketing from health and fitness and diet people. Just keep in mind the goal, the goal for each one of us is health freedom to maintain the level of health and fitness that allows us based on our own unique goals, our own unique desires and our own unique vision that we have for living a life to the fullest for ourselves based on what we want to do, who we wish to be. Remember that so you don't fall prey to buying into something that is someone else's dream. You don't have to be an Instagram girl, an Instagram model, if you don't want to. Maybe you do, but maybe you don't have to do that in order to live fully alive. And so just remember that and don't buy into a Instagram model fitness program if that's not really what you need in order to live a full, uh, a full meaningful life. Health freedom. Keep that in mind. I hope that helps you. It's helped me a ton. Focus on the things that matter most to me. Push aside the fad diets. Push aside physique goals that matter to people I listen to but don't matter to me. And it's given me so much more clarity to focus in on the things that I want to do that will ultimately support the lifestyle, the accomplishments, the opportunities, the experiences, the things I want to do. So health freedom, there you go. All right, thanks for tuning into this episode. Again, the four biggest lessons I took away from my experiences in 2022 is that action is everything. It really is. Act in the present right now, guys. This is our shot. As soon as this podcast is done, that is your moment to act. Number two, fear is a liar. And if you want to continue to grow, you must continue to push outside your comfort zone. That resistance, that fear, it is a liar. Keep pushing that comfort zone wider, my friends, in 2023. Number three, Walking outdoors is your superpower for physical, mental health, and just everything. Just please, please, please try to do your best to walk outdoors at least once a day. And finally, health freedom. Health and fitness is an awesome, awesome foundation for living life more fully alive, living a more meaningful life, and seek to maintain a level of health and fitness that allows you to pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling and meaningful life. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you found this valuable, I know I rambled a little bit. If you found it valuable and you know somebody who would benefit from maybe hearing these lessons, things I learned, things that Joseph learned in 2022, please share it with them. If you really would love to support this show and get it out to more listeners, besides sharing with people that you know would benefit from listening to it, if you would go to the podcast show notes, there is a link 
you can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, it would do me the greatest benefit to be able to go and leave a review because that tells the Apple algorithm this show's useful, people would benefit from hearing this show, and it'll go out to more people. That's the number one way you can support this show is to rate and review it. Link will be in the show notes. Finally, guys, I am excited for 2023. I'm back to podcasting. Expect one episode a week. And if you have any feedback, if you have any questions or topics that you would like covered on this show, drop me a message on Instagram at itchcoachjoseph or send me an email. Again, links to Instagram and my email address that you can communicate with me will be in the show notes of this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Guys, I'm excited for 2023. I hope you are as well. Let's go make this an absolutely incredible year. All right, I'll see you in the next episode of the Optimized Frame Back Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in.